0: A question It's like a quiz. Okay, e. I'm gonna quiz you. Kay. What time? Eight. What?
1: Eight. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a multiple choice.
0: No, what time is Rose's first nap of the day? Approximately ten. What time is his second nap of the day? Two. What is his favorite food?
1: Nana banana.
0: na no, na. No, no, no. <laughs> Um, what is he allergic to?
1: Peanuts, possibly.
0: Where is his EpiPen?
1: It's in that little colorful bag in his diaper bag.
0: Um, and who's his favorite? Me or you?
1: His favorite? He doesn't have one.
0: (laughs) You win! Those are all the right answers. Okay, you can babysit tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) It's Bren from 52 Cell Care Sundays, and this week we've got a double episode. Um, The first episode is um, pretty emotional for us, and um, so if it's about about a traumatic event relating to our son, he's fine, everything's fine, it was just a scare, but um, as a trigger warning, um, I don't um, want to... Um, put anyone in a position where they're listening to something they aren't prepared to to hear so um, it's the first 20 minutes of the podcast so um, you can skip ahead to I guess like 23 minutes in and um, you'll miss the miss that portion Um, and then the second part um, we're talking about Um, tomorrow which is my first day back to work after 13 months on maternity leave so um, just some self-care tips about how to make easing back into work um, a little bit less stressful Um, and yeah so here's our conversation Just gonna say, look at him on the monitor, just like spread out, mm. stretched out. Um, hi, we didn't post anything last week,
1: no, we didn't.
0: Um, and I was thinking of doing a double episode this week to make up for it, but the consensus is we should do two split ones.
1: No, I think you. You sold me on the idea of doing a double one.
0: <laughs> Powering through. So we'll <clears> tell <throat> you what the first portion of this episode, this double episode, um, is going to be about why we didn't do a podcast last week. Hmm. And then the next half of the episode will be about prepping for what's about to happen tomorrow. Ooh,
1: going back to work after Matt Lee.
0: Yeah, so... I mean, in terms of, like, uplifting topics, this isn't, like, a fun, jokey episode. It's quite intenso. And I guess as a thing people do nowadays is you give trigger warnings if something's a bit emotional or potentially traumatic. And so I'll just warn... You that the first part of the episode is, um, self care in. Like following um experiencing tragic. a traumatic event. Traumatic, yeah. Tragic. Could, could could have been tragic, but in our particular case, it was a, an event we weren't expecting that was. That traumatic
1: was... for us, but not for the rescue
0: team. No, <laughs> but uh, that it turned out everything turned out okay. So. Um, you know, I tend to, like, keep the... bury the lead, so to speak. So, like, keep the punchline <laughs> to the very end. But I will save everybody the holding of the breath. Um, The event had to do with our son. And he's perfectly fine. He's happy and sleeping upstairs. And everything worked out fine. Um, I won't go into, like, crazy detail about what happened. Um, just because I've been going over and over it <laughs> all week with various people. And that's not the point of this. It's more about... What kind of self care is recommended after you experience something that really shocks you or traumatizes you, or that that you, yeah, that you get? Yeah, it could by. be
1: something that you witness, something like you you've arrived at on a scene of like a traumatic event or uh, someone near you, something traumatic happened or yeah. Um, and uh it affects you so yeah psychologically
0: yeah yeah, your body all these different things can happen um when you've sort of brushed close to something that um like could have turned out very very badly so um uh i guess the what happened was our our son is 13 months old um first fever yeah it is first like real deal fever um we went to the doctors um and he, the doctor seemed to think he's, he was fine and kind of said, okay, go on your way. Give him a bit of Tylen, baby Tylenol and baby Advil or whatever, and keep the fever under control. Um, Everything should be fine. Yeah. And then shortly after, um, I would, again, I'm not going to go into detail. My, our son suffered a, a febrile seizure. Febrile means fever. So it, it was like a fever fit but to us um, it looked like basically
1: it could have been anything we didn't know if it was a reaction to one of his allergies or if it was an epilepsy like yeah. seizure and he was just passing before our high,
0: so. yeah so the trauma was there in that we didn't know what was happening apparently all the we ended up Having 911 come, we were at a park. First responders. So the first responders were there and everybody was just like, Oh, this is normal. So it's something that we either heard about in our infant CPR training that we took before having Romer. It was something that maybe has come up, but but both of us were in the moment and didn't know what was going on. Anyway, the trauma was there. We witnessed something horrific. It was we didn't know what had happened. Um, uh, eventually after a couple of days, he, he still was going through being ill, but you know, first time parents, like after watching that, we kind of, everything seemed scary. So it was just a, a big, big, exhausting, stressful, awful few days. Um, it's only like, it was only a week ago and it feels like I don't know. I've lived a life in between <laughs> those two things.
1: <laughs> yeah. The good thing is we were both there when yes. it happened because being alone and not knowing what's happening and this is happening to you, uh, I just think I would have melted there. Like. Yeah. Know.
0: Well, and then also, like, how do you explain? So, how do you how do you get the empathy or like the support? Obviously, you're going to empathize and support your partner to the best of your ability but like seeing like having that a shared traumatic event I think at least there's there's just the added layer of like understanding that oh you know maybe maybe you misinterpreted like there's no second guessing each other we both just did what we thought we needed to do and anyway so putting that aside because I don't want to dwell on anymore it's already making me feel a bit stressed um so basically reactions to trauma um they're, they're basically the trauma reactions are normal reactions to extremely abnormal circumstances um this is from an article from a counseling center um it's difficult to predict what kind of trauma reaction you're gonna have so there can be psychological and emotional ones like heightened anxiety and fear which i definitely experienced like the 24 hours after this happened i was like how am i going to ever leave the room like I have to be watching him at all times um despite being told by the doctor like just now you just go on this is super normal it happens in infant boys a lot and you know oh I see these every day it's totally fine nothing bad's gonna happen you know so we got all this reassurance but I was still like well obviously I cannot leave the room anymore <laughs> um you can become irritable restless overly excitable um as a feelings of sadness, moodiness, crying more than usual, feelings of helplessness, hopelessness, feelings of numbness, detachment, um, experiencing the traumatic event over and over again, like through thoughts and distressing dreams, flashbacks, and like feelings of estrangement and isolation from others and hypervigilance, like feeling that you have, you're super tuned into the events around you and scanning the environment for possible danger. So even just kind of quickly rhyming off that psychological and emotional list, like I feel like I had all of those things. <laughs> like I'm like, yes, this is this is just the the days following. Like it's it. I felt I just felt like how how do how do we all get how do we all can carry on when there's things like that that happen to us?
1: And this is just the this, week before you go back to work, right? Yeah.
0: And, but also, and we're so lucky because it was such, like, you know, it's, it's weird to say lucky, but, you know, this is such a, because it was benign and it wasn't anything, you know, like, but I mean, my heart, like, aches for people that have to go, you know, to the hospital and stay there with their kid for months on, you know, like, I just, I mean, it's, it's too much. Like, it felt... (laughs) That, that moment, like... Well, i just
1: seeing him sitting in an ambulance. Yeah. Like, seeing him, like... Yeah. Having uh, all the, the blood work and the... Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all of those things, from psychological, emotional, cognitive, difficulty, concentrating, confused, distracted. So now I'm like... I'm, again, another, like, oh, aren't we lucky? We were off together. It was a week before I'm going back to work. But I can imagine... You know, I can only imagine going, being in in work, and having something happen, and that you have to continue to work because that's how you pay to live. And you know, some you know workplaces are as flexible as they can Mm -hmm. be, or like it depends on where you work. If if you have understanding, as if
1: it's possible too, right? Yeah.
0: So then what? Like it's just this. Like we all just kind of trudge, trudge along. It's crazy. And then physical, like headaches, um, nausea, upset stomach, exaggerated startle response, so like easily like startled, fatigue. I'm definitely feeling the kind of come down of the, the adrenaline for sure right now. And behavioral, excuse me, behavioral, hyperactivity or less active, heightened tendency to be irritable. Maybe a little bit this week, All I think. Right. Withdrawal from social or in social isolation, avoidance of activities and places that remind you of the event, um, insomnia, strong need to talk about the event, and read accounts. So I did talk about it a lot to people. Um, not really talk, even just like people messaging, saying like, hey, how's it going? And I would just kind of blurt it out. Like, uh. I'm not okay. <laughs> this happened. And I don't know if that's in response to... The fact that I feel like I didn't hear any stories about this happening to other people. So it just seemed so like, oh, that won't ever. Like, I, you know, I, I remember skimming it, reading over maybe like. Right, it, it's like a one in a million kind of thing yeah, in your mind. But right.
1: It's actually a lot more frequent. Than that. Yeah,
0: so like, and then I start talking to people about what happened. And they're like, we're so sorry. A friend of mine had this happen to their baby. It must have been so scary. So like, everyone knows somebody that's happened to. And so I I just I don't know I guess as a parent and like this is coming from my like never experienced any of this stuff before you just start finding out all the things you don't know and then you're just kind of like piling up all the things like I could have done better I should have done better like I should have had more information or been more prepared for what's like coming right Mm -hmm. so anyway all that to say um, self-care is crucial Um, giving yourself um some grace and realizing that you know like you can't control your your reaction to an event like this your body and your physical and psychological being are just going to kind of react so um some self-care steps um is keep keep reminding yourself that everything's normal that that your reactions are normal and you like to accept them and you know don't be hard on yourself give permission to slow down and take care of yourself Get plenty of rest when you're tired.
1: And that was hard to get rest. <laughs> there is
0: no rest. So there's still not been any rest. Um, that would be amazing. Um, talk to people as much as you need to. Reach out. Um, so y- you may need to talk about it over and over, which is kind of what I've tended to do. I don't know if you had a similar feeling, like you need to talk about it or not.
1: Um... Like, I find it hard not to tell people when, like, you know, like, Patrick came over and we're Mm -hmm. catching up. It's hard not to sell him or when Jose was here, right? Like, it's... Yeah. It's, uh... Like, my idea was, like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I told pretty much everybody that... That was the same with me.
0: I was like, oh, this isn't something you want to, like, spread around and then someone... I
1: I'm going to just downplay it when I talk to my parents. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Kind of telling it <clears throat> telling them
0: the whole exactly
1: what happened right?
0: yeah which is so. traumatizing for people hearing about it and going oh my god I wasn't there yeah, well,
1: and, my mom like was just in tears
0: <laughs> yeah so spend time with others even if you don't feel like talking so I think our natural reaction and sometimes is to like kind of go no no like I, or me anyway like I kind of just shut down I don't want to be around anybody or I don't like the messaging and saying blah 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 but like I didn't want visitors I didn't want like
1: and we ended up having more visitors yeah but then it, still, yeah this whole week we was had your parents we had Jose we had Patrick we had my mom my sister
0: yeah so I mean just I think the exhaustion factor and like the adrenaline and then the drop it does get like it's a lot to kind of then also be hosting and like you know being on because you have guests and But at the same time, like, people being around, I think, was a good distraction or, like, kind of kept it from, like, stewing on it and thinking about it. Um, So the next thing is don't make any major decisions or big life changes, (laughs) if at all possible, (laughs) close to an event like this. Well...
1: I see. You didn't quit your job. You didn't do anything Some people
0: don't have a choice. Um, (laughs) It's a big change happening tomorrow from the last 14 months of my life 13 months um, but I don't really I don't really have anywhere else to, to go with that um, do things that feel good to you so take baths read exercise watch television spend time with friends and family fix yourself a special treat or whatever that feels nurturing or self-caring allow yourself to cry rage express your feelings when you need to um, and don't try to numb your feelings with alcohol and drugs hmm So, I think, basically, to the extent that it was feasible, we've gone through the steps fairly well, in terms of, like, except for the sleeping part, and the, like, downtime part, because there's no downtime when (laughs) the baby's not feeling well still, like, this event happened and then he continued to be sick for three days after with varying degrees of symptoms from the fever and it was a viral infection so it was like now what's this and now what's this and you start second guessing yourself and so like it kept it kept us on a high alert for the whole the whole week but I mean I think I don't know I think we we like as a team as a partnership like can get when we're tired and get irritable and things like that it's it's important for for us to kind of like recognize where the other person's at like and not mm-hmm. like not take it personally you're not get snappy or try not to like let it not to let whatever you're feeling kind of like be dumped on the other person because the other person's dealing with it in their way too. So it's. Right.
1: Absolutely.
0: Uh, it's very complicated. I mean, you know, talking about having people are all asking, oh, when you're having your next baby, have one baby, you need to have more babies. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Like, Romer is like basically my heart walking around outside of my body like unprotected. <laughs> it feels like I've just like, okay heart, get on the bus. Have a nice day. Like it feels like he's just he's just strolling around. How do you have another party? Like I just it's it's amazing. I like parents everywhere. You are my heroes. Like people are my heroes. And, like, I feel, like, even just this, like, glimpse of something traumatic. And then you listen to the news and there are awful things happening all the time that are, like, <laughs> on grand scale. Like, life-altering. And yeah, people, well, we're,
1: it, we're all still here, right? So, and people just
0: carry on. Like, yeah, how do we just we carry, carry on? on? Anyway, this is not a very... <laughs> 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 Woo, uplifting, all good kind of a kind of a vibe. But I'm just... I'm being very real and I'm explaining to you why during the week last week we decided we're not going to record a podcast about self-care we're in the middle of it we're in the middle of trying to get through um, what's gone on and like this is real life and it's not you know it's about being there for each other and hoping that you know you can weather each each event with a little bit more I don't know I, I don't know. I don't... Go yeah, ahead. I
1: think it's... It's accepting that it happened and accepting the way you reacted and... Focusing on... The good things to, to come and, you know... I think now he's... Past this. Um, you know, the first responder thought we were really silly the way we reacted, but... I mean, it's... It was a shock. I think it was uh, totally... Normal. Yeah. I think it's uh yeah, it uh it was yeah, like putting myself back at that, that one moment uh it just like makes me like I can't talk like kids. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to continue to work on getting over that, but if this um discussion resonates with you because something has gone on in your life or whatever, I'm I'm sending out love and compassion and support to you um, because a traumatic event is just, like, it stops you in your tracks. So right. if you're carrying on and, and doing the best you can and getting up and going through the day, like, that's amazing.
1: Right. It's, it's, it's going to get better if you keep, you know, focusing on, on the good stuff. You're not not get stuck and... Like overthinking things and going back. Yeah. To the event, right? Like it's. It's hard. But it's seeking help if, if you can't do it on your own. It's, don't be ashamed and, go talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh Talk to a professional or talk to a friend, but like it's important to, to get it out and talk and, and not just. Uh, Try to tough really it, out. it together in in your own, head, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's that's the end of that portion. The end of
1: that. So now with this, What's how you? do you feel about going back to, <laughs> to work?
0: <laughs> going back to work, um, I yeah. So part two of this podcast is self care for I guess moms and or or dads that have taken a chunk care of time going care- back to work. Yeah, that it'd taken it a chunk of time to go when they're going back to work. So um, we live in Canada and I was fortunate enough to be able to spend... I spent 13 months home with my son. No, yeah. 14 years. 14. Years I took a month of vacation time leading up to being pregnant or, or delivering or having the baby.
1: Birth. And
0: then um, 13 months after. So I know that... For different people come listening from different places. If you're all in Canada, then you, this is all normal to you. But um, people in other countries, it's not necessarily the norm. So I, right off the bat, I feel like you know, complaining not complaining, but like, oh no, I gotta go back so to work. Yeah. <laughs> mm, somebody should feel bad for me. It's I understand. There's not gonna be a lot of pity from people that had to go back after six weeks. Um, I feel super fortunate that I like. I was thinking yesterday. Like I'm never when it when again in life is Romer gonna be free for a year? Like mm-hmm. you know to like hang out with me every day because he's gonna be going to daycare and school and all the sorts. Of, I mean he wouldn't need to go to daycare if I was staying home, but you know if he's going off to school fairly soon, it all happens so fast. It's like you're that the to be able to like really get to know him for that year is like pretty amazing. Um... So, yeah, ways there's I ways to
1: get ready. Well,
0: Google was eavesdropping on me again because that's all it does all day long. My phone or Huawei. I mean, it could be
1: (laughs) it could be Huawei, it could be Google, it could be Facebook, it could be
0: (laughs) Google just heard you say Google, and that's like, how may I help you? Sorry, I can't access Facebook yet. Oh wow, she needs to just.
1: They don't need drop at all. Come
0: on. <laughs> and, but, you know, we can't get mad cuz we like invited them into our home on several devices. Like there <laughs> there are multiple Google Assistants in this house which we use every day and I'm like they're a great technology. I feel like I'm in The Jetsons um TV show from when I was a kid. Uh but no, I I opened my phone today and there is an article in my news In case you missed this, this was published a year ago on workingmother.com. Nine ways to make returning to work after maternity leave less uh, as painless as possible. So, um, there's a, you know, it's a big transition. There's, like, feelings of, I think it's pretty accurate, like, the way that they described it. You're sort of feeling like, oh, this is actually going to be a bit of a relief, like, to not have the full weight of... The making sure rumors good and happy and fed and all this stuff all day, like 24-7 baby duty is also super exhausting. <laughs> um, So it's kind of like, oh, it's going to be nice to have, like, just to be worrying about me for a couple of hours. However, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I think is, like, happening underneath. Like, I I'm not scared to go back because the way that our situation is right now and you're able to stay with him I'm like leaving him home with his best buddy and like there's not going to be that transition to daycare straight away and all this kind of stuff so the situation is as ideal as possible like it's but there's still like weird things going on and you've pointed out that I've been acting like a little bit irritable or like kind of short or like for the last couple of weeks, and I think like I'm trying. Part of that. I'm trying not to think about what's about to happen, and I know I can't complain because I've been so lucky. But it still feels like very scary to not be around him. And then of course last week was a fucking shit show, shit show. Excuse excuse my swearing, but like to top off or like to like basically confirm all my fears. This happens. Right. You know what I mean. So it's like. I was sort of, like, trying to downplay, like, you know, everything's cool, like, he's a healthy, happy baby, you know, like, you didn't know what you were doing, so pretty much anyone could take care of a baby, like, someone handed me this kid without any, they didn't check if I was going to be able to handle him, and, like, I managed to get through 13 months of, like, he's still, he's doing great, you know, so there's no, like, the stress of handing him over to anybody, like, especially not you because I've seen like where we've been together and like obviously you know how to take care of them but it's just even thinking of next step like going to the daycare like who are these daycare people you know like <laughs> I want to interview all of them and get criminal background checks and all these things right so that underlying thing and it's probably like it's my head because some people are a little bit more chilled out about it but I think there's also the bio- biological like like just I there's just like this crazy feeling in me like I I have to like it's my job like I've got to be there all the time protecting him and like I know he's gonna grow up and whatever he's gonna go
1: to college yeah well I'm moving down
0: the street (laughs) um and you know like it's all cliche I get it and like I I you know you know this is kind of this is what happens but it just going to work not being there being like a 45 minute drive away in traffic feels very far and it feels really weird to think about like not seeing him for nine hours in a row every day you know um so uh I understand there's a lot of arguments to be like get over it everyone does it everyone can do it it's fine you'll be fine my boss who has no children and never will and like lives a very fancy like life of leisure is like you're gonna be fine everybody does this i'm like you didn't do this (laughs) and women have not been doing this forever like this is a relatively new phenomenon in the scheme of things
1: right
0: so i mean maybe our biology hasn't 100% mine i'm not gonna speak for all every woman but maybe i haven't evolved to the whole like okay baby i'm gonna go work now because I love it. Like, I don't know, even a job that I liked, I think, not that I don't like my job, but I mean, even something that I was like super excited, like couldn't, couldn't wait to get back and dive right into those contracts. Like, I, I still think I would have a harder time doing it. I don't know. Anyway. So the tips to make it a whole bunch easier is hash out the logistics. Well, luckily... The logistics are I leave the house and you <laughs> and <I> take over. <laughs> you take over. Yeah. So that's really nice. Um we will be sending him to a daycare in the in like a month or two. Um so that'll change, but at least like I'll kind of have already gotten into a bit of a rhythm and Yeah. So that's that's one thing. Bring your baby to work before you start back. I did Do that man. I didn't even read this article and I brought in that baby and I was like this
1: this guy, this guy. is why I'm gonna leave early some
0: days <laughs> sometimes I'm gonna have to go home early um and I think it's I mean the article saying like it's babies attract people and babies will you know like just to basically put a face to the name so that people understand um, where you've been all this time and if you're if you get called away early because of a, a sick baby or, you know, something that needs to be addressed at home, um, they'll kind of right. be a bit more empathetic, I guess. Um, and then uh, do a trial run at daycare. Uh, we haven't done that. You'll get to do that. Were you?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll still be available. For the yeah, person.
0: so we'll do a transition, yeah. which everyone says, like, you go, you drop them off for an hour, stay around have a coffee go back and pick him up and then kind of ease into it a couple of, a couple hours the next day try and nap and all that stuff I still can't imagine so the daycare that we're sending him to um, is like for nap time they've got these little cots like these tiny little beds but he's still in a crib and like just imagining him like climbing into a little bed and then their lunchroom set up there's like no high chair like he's it's gonna be like 14 months there's no high chairs like it's like these little cafe tables and like Imagining this little dude, like, trying to pull... Himself. I just... It blows my mind. Anyway, <laughs> so we're going to ease him into it. Um, Start back midweek. Uh, I'm doing kind pretty of, good. Because yeah. it's a holiday. You know what I should have done?
1: What?
0: I was like, well, I should start after the long weekend. I don't want to work... I should have gone in on Thursday last week and actually tried to get set up. Mm. But I guess we were in the middle of a shit show, so... <laughs> Yeah,
1: Yeah, that wouldn't have worked.
0: No, it would have actually You would been, have had to call sick. I would have had to call sick. You're right. You're right. It all kind yeah. of happened when it needed to. But they're recommending that you go in on a Thursday so that you're in two days and then you get a weekend because you're going to be friggin' exhausted. It's like how they,
1: they start school in Quebec. Oh, yeah? The last week of August, they start on Wednesday. Oh. So they have three days. The next week is Labor Day, so they have a four-day week.
0: That's And then really they have smart. a five
1: five day a week okay so every year that's nice he's into it
0: yeah i mean yeah going from like no day to five day is gonna it's gonna be like a bit of a ramp up um return gradually if possible so i'm not doing that because i took an extra month off
1: no but it's gradually at the office
0: yeah, so I'm in a situation where I report into a team that's overseas. So, I'm I have some flexibility in terms of being able to work from home a few days a week, so I'll be doing that. We'll see how that goes with a baby who like is really into mommy at the moment. <laughs> like just up here on the computer. Mama, mama, mama. So, I'm sure that's not going to be an option for for the long term, but um, and, then, and number six on the list is consider working from home if it's an option. So...
1: I think that, that might be hard because when he sees you, he needs you.
0: Yeah. Out of
1: sight, out of mind. But when he sees really?
0: You, so he's like totally... Well, no, not fully. De- just, he doesn't care that I'm gone? Is, are you telling me that he doesn't even notice that I'm gone?
1: Uh, well, today did really good. But I guess there was a lot of distraction around him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometime, like the other day, you sent me a picture of... View on the um, the hairdresser. Oh yeah. Chair. Yeah
0: yeah.
1: And I when I got it, and made the mistake of showing the picture to him.
0: Oh no. And then
1: it was a bit of a downhill <laughs> Down- spiral. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And then you didn't want to leave my like you kept trying to like grab my phone. I'm like no that's not a device for you. You oh, don't touch that thing. Oh poor guy. Okay, <laughs> so
0: you learned something. Don't talk about me. Don't put me on speaker. Because that also didn't yeah, work that,
1: out. Yeah, that doesn't work, the speaker. Like, yeah, we've done it a couple of times. Every he's,
0: time. he's, like, he's pretty reasonable. But, yeah. Don't rub it in his face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that we tested that out. Poor dude. Um, find support among working moms. Um, there's not a
1: lot of those in your office, huh?
0: There's none in my office. Is there a w-
1: w- working dad?
0: Yeah, there's working dads, but I think that they... They sort of like I went and met and met the the person who oversees a bunch of the offices um, for my company in North America, and he was I was like you know I know everyone I said I know everyone does this said it and he's like yeah but it's different for dads and I'm like okay if you say so so like at least he,
1: <laughs> he acknowledges <it. laughs> yeah
0: and he also said like I really want you to tell me like if you need anything you please need, just let us know and I was like you seem really like you really want to make sure that I'm coming back. And I'm like, hey, where's that girl who's supposed to come back in February? He's like, oh, she didn't <laughs> she didn't start. <laughs> and I was like, what's her name? He's like, I don't even remember. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but why didn't she come back? He's like, I don't know. She said she was coming back. And then a week before, she just said, no, I'm not doing it. And then just didn't. And so that's happened a few times. Um, I can totally see why it happens. Because, like, yeah, it'd be pretty sweet not to be going to work tomorrow. Right. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so the company's like really keen to make sure that I'm actually coming back. I'm like, no, I'm coming back. And he's like, okay, but are you <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm doing it. Um, but then other working moms, like I have Lindsay, who's mm-hmm. I can we'll meet up with for lunch because she works from home as well sometimes. So then I've got a little, a little East End crew that I can meet up with that's nice. And then... Yeah, to be able to chat and stuff too. It's super important. And Melissa and yeah, there's yeah, you
1: got a good support.
0: Yeah, partner. I have some like amazing yeah. friends, friend mommy friends, and, and non mommy friends. Too. Yeah, and new new ones too. Um, check to see if your office already has a group. They don't. Um, the, the boss even was like, because I was like, well, I don't know about my timing. Like maybe I'll need to come in early changed my schedule a bit to like start earlier and then leave earlier and i was like and you know i'm still nursing for the time being and then he's like oh we don't have a room like set up for like and i know like nope. well we have milking he did not say milking <laughs> um but i for pumping for yeah uh, i just never
1: would it be a nursing room because you're not nursing a baby i think
0: it's... he called it a mothering
1: room mothering maybe room.
0: that's like a british term anyway i'm not sure uh, but, but he's like, we can set something up. And I was like, are you going to get me like a nice couch in there and like a TV so I can watch Netflix while this is happening? Like <laughs> we have meeting rooms that don't have windows. I'll just like put a, I'm going to make myself a sign. <laughs> Do not disturb. And then draw like two big boobies on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a pump. Like. Creep, creep people out. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. The 22 year old boys that we work with are really going to be into that. Like, what's she doing and then, and then in there? And the pump like, yeah. what was the noise
1: You haven't done it in a
0: while. Oh, no, it it makes like a squeaky... Yeah, I haven't done it in a while. Yeah, I'll have to put on some tunes, drown out the sounds. It was pretty Uh, loud. I know. Well, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, because I want to nurse in the morning and before bed, if I can still do it. Um, But, like, now, if I'm pumping and he's he's not taking any milk during the day, then I'll probably be able to get a couple bottles, so then you've got them during the day so that's nice Mm -hmm. I'm like very fortunate that he's still into it and that like I can I still have some supply and that means that the food part isn't as stressful yet because he's still getting some vitamins and anyway I digress Um, 8. Work through the I have to quit so there will be a point apparently even though it's already kind of happened but it's not going to happen where you will think you have to quit it could be A feeling you have for months when you start back because you're exhausted and you can't be in two places at once and you feel, what I've been told is like you feel like you're not fully present or like fully, your head's not fully in the game at work, but you're also not fully in the game at home. I don't think I'm going to have that problem because my job's not a take home your work kind of job usually. So.
1: My, my, the, the president of my former employer, um, had that a lot. She that she was not present at work even when she was there. Yeah. She like was just detached about everything.
0: Detached as in she didn't give a shit anymore? Or no, she just, just like didn't couldn't, understand? did not
1: understand anything, couldn't connect, couldn't connect the dots, couldn't, like... yeah. Yeah, but was she, she sleeping? went back at uh, five months.
0: Yeah, but was she sleeping at that point? Because I think the lack of yeah, sleep probably. is really going to, f- I'm swearing again, fuck me up. Like, <laughs> we went away um, as you know, if you listen to the podcast, we were in France, so we came back and like we expected at least a couple of weeks of transitioning. But now we've had the him being sick this week, so I'm not like doing any sleep training or whatever like if he cries, I'm like, "Okay, what do you need? like I'm right in there again, which we'll have to kind of ease back into normalcy, but you know this morning yesterday he woke up at 3:30 came into the bed and like proceeded to toss and turn like on top of me like he, he was not flopping around like to fall asleep beside me he was like oh the best position is across your body i'm rolling around and then he'd like come and snuggle yeah, he'd
1: he try to do it on me and then yeah. it would go back to you yeah
0: <laughs> so cute but also like it's 3:30 in the morning and i'm
1: yeah i think it like starting now like you shouldn't be allowed like back in the bed like it was fine when he was sick to come and chill with us a bit, but I think like starting tonight, like when he wakes up. He can has we to just go back can we just bed. do
0: it on Friday, because the you're gonna go in and he's gonna cry and then that's gonna make me be awake in the middle of the night as opposed to like if I bring him in.
1: Right, bring him and nurse him and then put him back in his crib, maybe. Compromise. Is yeah. That a compromise.
0: Yeah, I just don't want to. I just yeah, I can't handle the screaming tonight, like the you can try I'll give you I'll give you five minutes I know it's just it's in pot like
1: I'm not a miracle miracle worker <laughs> all
0: right we'll have to figure okay. that out anyway the sleep the sleep is going to be so necessary um, see your return as a career opportunity oh I didn't read this one you'll become okay so yeah I just didn't care like whatever well, yeah, I am done yeah. Um,
1: so what do they mean by that?
0: So though it may not happen in the early weeks or even months of your return, once you are settled into life as a working mom, you'll become infinitely more efficient. Through a leadership lens, because you walk away from becoming a parent with so many newly developed skills, you can be using in the workplace. So there's uh, mm-hmm. they're saying that the culture... Um, uh, of, there's a culture in our culture of an inadequate support for working parents. It is easy to feel apologetic about taking leave or having to cut out early or miss a meeting to pump. But then you remember what you're bringing back to the job as a whole new set of skills, ability to multitask, and incentive to work efficiently as possible. So, maybe. I already felt like I was pretty efficient. I'm not going <laughs> to toot my own horn here. But, like, I don't go to work to, to mess around. Like, I don't. I mean, I'm fairly antisocial. I'm sure, like I'm not everybody's best buddy at the office, but it's because I don't, I don't like to sit and chit chat. Like I want to be working when I'm there, and I don't stay as late as everybody else does because I feel like I'm gonna use my time and then I'm in and I'm out. I'm not. I'm not having a big, long discussion about what happened on The Bachelorette over lunch. Like, I'll go to the gym or I will. <laughs> I'll eat my sandwich and read a contract and, like, get on with it. So, um I guess this is just going to heighten that need. Like, I don't know. But as a career opportunity, we'll see. I think the company I work for are really, they want to show that they're supportive of working. Because, like, the, the, the demographic in my office skews youthful like there there's quite a few on the underside of 30 like the younger mm-hmm. so um a lot of them are not well, most of those people are not parents yet um so i think that the the ideal would be to have more like mature um staff and they'd stick around your your
1: work wants more mature staff
0: yeah that's what the boss said When I went in and met with him, he's like, you know, we we do want to make this a culture where people can come back. And then they've actually hired people that are coming over from Europe um, that are experienced and that are more senior. And he's like, it will feel nice to have some adults in the room kind of thing. Because it's really fun to have, like, a dynamic and, like, young, like, fresh out of school kind of vibe. Because it's, like, new energy and excitement and, like, hard, you know, like, work hard, play hard. But it's a lot to try and mold all those people into like to efficient and like loyal staff like members you know because it's like everyone's got priorities that it's like I don't know anyway whatever that has nothing to do with what we're talking about I'm just saying like Mm -hmm. they want to make it an environment where people like me feel good working there and supported so we'll see
1: I think yeah everyone from you know the, the boss of the legal team and the boss of the office and
0: everyone's been super and, supportive yeah,
1: and the direct, the other directors are super supportive when you were in there
0: yeah I can't I really I mean this is a theme like I can't complain like I, I just everything yeah, yeah,
1: you, you have a great company that you work for
0: yeah so I'm um, I'm gonna go back to work.
1: Yeah so um, what are you gonna do tonight to get ready for work?
0: Um, well, now that I've recorded this double podcast with you, I'm going to post the podcast. Um, and, and then pack you a lunch? I've already made my lunch for tomorrow. Nice. So I'm going to pack my orzo, spinach, basil, chicken, tomato, Sounds garlic, stylish. cucumber it's salad.
1: Can't wait to have... Is there enough leftovers for me? <laughs>
0: No, there's leftovers for the baby. He will be eating Ah. that for lunch tomorrow. Okay.
1: Well perfect so that when less stress, he's gonna eat well tomorrow.
0: I know. So that's the other (laughs) thing now, it's like I'm gonna be
1: Then when you eat it you'll be like, Oh, Rose eating the same thing.
0: And then you're gonna have to video chat me while you're eating it, but without him seeing me on there. I just wanna like you need to you're gonna have to send me a million photos like throughout the day. Is that
1: understood? And it's dangerous to break my phone when I do that.
0: What do you mean? Just grabs it. Just be faster. Take, <laughs> taking, be paparazzi. Take okay. sneaky pictures. But I like every hour. I want to have a new photo, please.
1: I'll do my best.
0: You will do what I ask, please, please. <laughs> I'm like, this is like, this is a big deal.
1: Yeah. All right. What else are you gonna do to get ready? <sighs> are you gonna do a nice bedtime routine? You know, um I have to pack my my breast your... pump.
0: I have to pack my pump and all the gadgets. Nice. And then I have to pack my well the lunch will be in the fridge, ready to go. I have one of those smoothie things in the freezer. You, you got new clothing. I'll get my clothes laid out. Nice. I'm gonna have a bath maybe before bed. Like but bed's like in five minutes. So Um I'm gonna have a bath, wash my hair tonight dry it but then I won't like do anything to it so it'll be will are you be going to
1: do a nice cold shower in the morning
0: yeah maybe I'll do a I cold shower that. Yeah, ice shower in the morning that's a good idea yeah. <laughs> we got to plan the like the actual logistics of me getting to work I know you offered to drive me but I kind of don't want
1: are we going to go for <gasps>
0: we could go coffee. to pony, yeah, pony. that'd Little be nice pony thing
1: family like we used to do when you would drop me off on my way to work
0: Yeah, and then we can bring a bottle of champagne and we can do Shampresso at Pony (laughs) before I go to the office. (laughs) All right, let's do it. That seems crazy. Um,
1: I've seen crazier things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Okay, so then we're going to get a coffee. What was the other thing? Oh, I have to get my laptop and like my phone that I completely forgot all of my login codes.
1: I think your phone's over there.
0: Okay, that's good. Good to know. So yeah, I did laundry already. Like, I've actually been, like, fairly productive. So that's it.
1: Good. All right. First day back at school. Not at work.
0: It does feel like a back to school. I timed it with everybody else, so we're all having a big, like, back to school. And then everyone else's kids have gone to school tomorrow, or starting school tomorrow. So. It's a new season.
1: What a great summer it was.
0: It was a ridiculously good summer. I mean, and an amazing year. Like, through just just love that guy so much just love him such a such a great guy <laughs> isn't he? I'm
1: looking at his face on his stick over there
0: <laughs> we had his, his head like printed onto a giant piece cardboard. of paper and then put on cardboard and on a stick for his birthday party and we just have it in the house so now there's like a two foot <laughs> printout of him making a face Maybe I'll bring that to the office.
1: Oh, that'd be funny. It'd be hilarious.
0: I'm going to come into the office, like, holding the stick in front of my face like a mask. Oh, <laughs> little buddy. Oh, yeah.
1: We needed to get you a little picture frame and stuff.
0: You didn't do that? No. What? I thought I was getting, like, a back-to-work present.
1: I know. I was going to do that this weekend.
0: Oh, Yeah. And, and, go you, busy. and then you invited your mom and your sister over and your friend Patrick?
1: No, they were already all invited.
0: <laughs> Alright, time to go get on with all this preparation. Okay, I love you. There's
1: a picture frame somewhere.
0: I know, there's one right there. I'll grab it. Okay. I said I love you. Oh, I
1: love you. Sorry, didn't hear that.
0: <laughs> oh my god, so tired. Okay, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay.
1: That, that was a double podcast.
0: Yeah. Boom. Boom. Okay. Bye. Ciao. And that's it. Um, I have a lot of things to do before work tomorrow, so I'm signing off, and um, I hope everyone has an amazing week. Wish me luck, and send me good vibes for good sleep, and... Concentration, etc., etc., and good vibes to fill for a really fun um, first solo week with little, little baby Roro. And um, have a wonderful week, guys, and take care of yourselves. Bye.